call the dish that's fit to air. Cindy Adams is on 77 WABC. Now I'm going to talk with Michael Starr. Michael Starr has been the daily big shot TV columnist on the New York Post since 95, almost since somebody built the first black and white 10 inch set. And I intend to ask him if anyone ever gets cranky with what he writes. But before that, first, what's with all the oldie shows coming back, Michael? Kelsey Grammer, Sex and the City. What is that? Yeah, Cindy, you know, I, I, I think some of it has to do with, I hate to say, laziness on the, on the part of, of um, you know, writers and TV writers and, and, and executives, because when you have a proven hit, you mentioned before Frasier and Sex and the City, which both did well on NBC and HBO, it just, it seems to me, it's just, it's so easy to say, hey, you know, we, we've got nothing else to, to going on, let's just remake the original. And it's it's a mixed bag. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, we'll we'll have to wait and see because Frasier is coming back. I think it's Paramount Plus next year, and the Sex in the City revival is going to come back to HBO Max. But it, it's it's a mixed bag, and and generally overall it does not work. But sometimes you get lucky and these things take off and, and they have a life of their own, but not very often. Isn't it also a cheapo thing? Don't they save money with it? Well, y- yes and no. I mean, they save money because they already they don't have to develop these shows because all, every, every the characters are there already unless they add somebody new. But, you know, they're also going to have to pay a lot of money for these people who in in the preceding years have, you know, maybe their careers have really taken off and so now they're commanding a lot more money, but it it, it is a way to, to save overall when you have something that already exists and you don't have to pay people to come up with these ideas and, and scripts and that sort of thing. Michael, you said they don't always work. Why do they not always work? I think shows that, that are so... Um, cemented in our minds the first time around yeah you you, you don't you don't want to see these people again in the same role it's just <laughs> it's, it, we we think of you know uh frazier in seattle and in, in you know in nbc in, in the 90s and the 2000s do we really want to see you know kelsey Grammer now you know 25 years later With less hair yeah. less, <laughs> less hair than he had even <laughs> even then he didn't have much hair but uh it, it's. I mean, I always feel just like, why bother? I mean, like, why? Why? Why do this when when the original was such a, a classic? I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, there was a show in England called The Office by Ricky Gervais, who was very famous. Yeah, yeah. And it was a big hit in England. It won a BAFTA award, which is basically their Emmy award. And NBC just decided to to remake it. And and I just I never watched it because I thought. Why am I going to watch a show, even though I had a good cast with Steve Carell was a star? Why do I want to watch a show that I've basically seen already? And they even used some of the most of the same scripts for season one. They ended up writing their own for, you know, the rest of the seasons. I think it won seven or eight seasons. It was a moderate success for NBC. But I think people who like the original so much... They don't want to see it tampered with. And, and, and it's just that old why. Why, why bother? And, it, and I don't know. Okay. So there's my next thing is why is so many cop shows and shoot 'em up stuff? Every other show is a cop show. What is that all about? <laughs> 
Well, it is. It's a. It's cop shows are a proven commodity. If you go back to you know, the fifties, even, and and then the sixties with Naked City, which was shot here in New York City. Um, it's just, and then we had Law and Order. It's. It's. I always think of it as just comfort food, because people <laughs> yeah. know. Yes, the crimes may may be different, but yeah. you know that ninety five percent of the time that. They're going to catch the bad people in the end. Uh, with law and order, we're going to see them catch the bad people. We're going to see the, them, these people brought to justice, tied up with a nice little bow in the end, and, and there you go. And uh, it's, just, it, it, it's, it's a very formulaic uh, uh, TV uh, genre, and it just works because people like to be... People like regularity, and they don't like to be. A lot of people don't like to be surprised. And if they're going to watch a show one week and see the bad guys get caught, they're going to want to. They're going to want to watch it again the next week. And and you know what? The only difference we've had with the cop shows, maybe this started probably in the seventies or eighties, was the romance between the characters, and we got to see their private lives. And but even even in sitcoms, and and I, I one of my old time favorites is Barney Miller. Um, from from the seventies and eighties on on ABC, but it, it was a comedy. But it, it 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 was set. It was almost like watching a one act play in New York City because these people were believable. But you didn't really see much of the of the cast's uh, life off. You know, when they weren't on the show, you didn't know. You saw Barney Miller's wife in season one, and then they took her out of the show because nobody cared, <laughs> basically. Okay. But um, the, the only, like I said, the only thing I would add now is is the romance and the soapy melodrama, um, which people, most people like, some people like, I shouldn't say most, some people like that, some people don't. How do you, you, Michael, how do you watch TV in a darkened small room in the kitchen on your lap on a cell with your wife? What? How yeah. do you watch TV? It's like people always think you know, the, the the guy who whoever writes the headlines for the Post, New York Post, is in a small room with like a single light bulb dangling <laughs> overhead, you know, <laughs> dimly lit room. It's not the case. No, I, I usually watch um, in, if I'm at home. I'm watching in my den, sometimes with my wife, depending on what 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 I'm watching. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a big snacker, but I do have to watch a lot of television. And sometimes that could be from three to five hours a night, sometimes more. Um, if, if it's a show that I, if I'm going to be interviewing somebody, I need to get caught up with their show. Or if it's a new show, I need to watch three or four episodes so I can carry on a halfway intelligent conversation with them. Don't you have to pee in the middle of it when you're watching five hours? Yeah, well, yeah, well, the good thing is, you know, you, yeah, yes, indeed, you hit the, and the older I get, Cindy, the more that happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. The old okay. prostate's getting bigger. You, you, you hit the pause button, and, and you get up, and you do your business, and you I understand that. I understand that. Oh, no, that's the important questions. Yes. So, well, 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 do you eat the popcorn, a sandwich, you crack pistachio nuts, you're just sitting there for five hours like an idiot? What do you do? Yeah, if if, if it's a, if it's a long night, I'm not a big snacker. You know, I I don't have the big vat of popcorn or eating you know the, eating a quart of ice cream. I'll I'll just I'll drink some coffee or or that sort of thing. And and if the show is good enough, you don't realize that you're sitting there for three to five hours. Uh, you, or if you're watching, sometimes I have to watch one or two shows, different shows a night. When the time drags and you start looking at your watch, then that's the this problem. This is not a good sign. Not a good okay. sign, no. Any complaints after what you write? Does anybody com complain? I mean, I, they do with me, so. Yeah, oh, I know. You know that better than I do. You've been doing this a lot longer than me. In, in, in this day and age, though, with, with 
the web and, 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 and the Internet, it's a lot easier to complain. Put it that way. In the old days, yes, maybe I would get an occasional letter to the editor when people actually wrote letters and <laughs> to the editor with, yeah. in longhand or typed yeah. them. Now, it's uh, yes, I do hear from, from viewers um, uh, who send emails in. Uh, I can usually tell... In the beginning, whether it's going to be a nasty one, so I don't even I don't bother engaging people like that. If it's somebody who's writing in with a constructive criticism or a disagreement, but you know, in a nice, polite way, because let's face it, people don't agree on things. That's what makes the world go round. Oh, right? really? Like I would never have heard of that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Imagine my first that. Time. People yeah. don't agree, uh, especially with with critics and, and columnists, as you well know, and, 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 you know, it's either sometimes it's the publicist complaining or sometimes it's just a, a reader who, who, who reads this and says, you know, I can't believe you wrote that or why did you write that or, or why did you write that? Explain to me why. And, and I will, uh, if that's the case, I'm happy to engage people. But if it's going to be, you're, you know, you're a jerk or you're an a-hole or, you know, that kind of, it's Why? I mean, you, 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 okay. you're, not, you don't, you're not going to get anywhere. Okay. Now we got the Emmy Awards coming up. So who, in your estimation, is going to win what? Well, I, I think for the Emmys, uh, as far as comedies go, there's a new series. Or actually, it's coming back for its second season now, actually, on Apple TV called The Ted Lasso. Yeah. It was a feel-good comedy starring Jason Sudeikis as a uh, as an American high school football coach, a college football coach who, who ends up um, managing a soccer team in, in, in England, in London. And it's just, it's very heartwarming. It's very funny. Sudeikis is great. And... I think that's the odds-on favorite to win um, for the for the best comedy. Um, you know, the, the the best drama is is a a, a crapshoot, um, and I don't have the I don't have the list in front of me. Unfortunately, I should, but um, I, I think there are some shows that are more apt to win. Actually, some shows that aren't that won't win this year because they're not even in the running because of the pandemic, like The Handmaid's Tale, which probably would have won something, and Better Call Saul, and, and, and that sort of thing. Those shows have not been on for almost a year and a half, two years now. Well, Handmaid's Tale came back, but it wasn't on during the eligibility phase, so put it that way. Okay. Um, yeah, but you know, and there are some new faces this year, uh, which 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 you know is a is nice because the Emmy, the TV Academy generally doesn't um, likes to likes to rely on old favorites, and that's not the case this year. So we'll 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 see what happens. Did you ever interview? You do interviews as well. Did, yes. Did you ever interview any real pain in the behind who then came back and didn't like something or was really a, a pest? To, to talk to you know it's it's generally I find that there, there have been some some unpleasant interviews through the years but generally I find for the most part the the, the, the stars or the people I'm interviewing hold it together I mean they might not be on their in the best mood it's the publicists when you write who 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 complain afterwards you know I can't believe you wrote that or why did you include that or and yeah. sometimes or even and I don't appreciate when they're on the call with me because they can really butt in sometimes you know and 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 but you know you back to the emmys for a second i i, I just was remembering gene smart who's yeah, in an yes, hbo yeah, series called yeah. hacks people are saying this is a career renaissance for her she plays a joan rivers type comedian and i i know you know you knew joan very well yes and i and, and so this this is sort of hits home for a lot of people 
Um, you know, but but others. Other, there's a show called Love Lovecraft Country on HBO, which was very good. Um, but, uh, Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet um, on HBO. It's another HBO series where she plays a woman in Rhode Island. That's also gotten a lot of nominations. And Kate Winslet does not do a lot of television, so I think she's an odds-on favorite to win in the in the drama category. The New York Post. Do they ever suggest? what you should do or who you should interview or how does it work? Does no, anybody ever um, tell you? No, for the most part, I, uh, I'm, I'm left to my own devices. I, I've been here now a very long time, and um, I, I, I think I, I know, I think my editors trust that I know the TV landscape well enough to, to have my finger on what people are interested in. You know, you have the occasional misfires, but uh, I, I'm pretty much left alone. And, and my, my editor, Steve Lynch, occasionally will will mention, "Hey, you know, this this show's doing great on Disney Plus, Marvel Vision. You know, maybe we should do a story on uh, WandaVision. Maybe we should do a story on that." And I'm happy to do that because we like to keep abreast of what people are talking about. Okay, and, and okay. that's been a talker. Okay, what is I mean, this? Is like a sounds like a dumb question, but there's so much changeability technologically. What is the future of TV? Will there always be television? Will there always be this stupid little box? <laughs> will there? I think yes. It, well, there will be television per se. In what form it's going to take. Remains to be seen. I mean, we we already see that. Uh, I mean, I watch a lot of TV myself if, if I if I need to on my computer, and, and people are watching on their on their um, iPhones and and even on their wristwatches. It's like Dick Tracy, but um, you know, in terms of like what we what we consider traditional, the old broadcast like NBC, ABC, Fox, and CBS. They have been very challenged by streaming television and viewership among the broadcast networks I just mentioned is way down and I suspect it's going to continue to go down uh, that so what will replace it if it goes down well, what I, I, the, 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 the online networks is true like um, uh, Paramount Plus and Disney Plus and, 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 and Hulu and Netflix and, and um, the, the, you know the, the networks have done a pretty good job of, of, of getting their stuff onto the streaming networks Hulu is it for instance is a compendium of a lot of networks, and they, they do air a lot of NBC, ABC, Fox. But basically you're saying the network's is old hat. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Um, and, you know, I was going to say the over-the-air networks, but they're not even over-the-air anymore. <laughs> they don't even do the antenna thing anymore. It's Everything's uh, digital, even, even for the quote-unquote over-the-air networks. But I think as, as a medium, television... Is, go, is going to be here forever, as far as I know, and <laughs> we'll never know if it isn't, but I think for the next 50 years, it's going to be here, and I would like to think that even the the broadcast networks, um, I, I like to defend them because I still think there's some good stuff on there, and, and cable will, will be around for a while, but it's going to start to transition more and more to streaming television uh, where people can watch anytime they want, whatever they want, uh, whatever they want. And, and they, there's so much out there, Cindy, it's just it's impossible to keep track of. But that being said, there seems to be something for everyone. Okay, so if you had the ability to create a TV show, what would you do? What would you make? <laughs> my, my tastes run towards the, the old classics. 
I, I think I would try to do sort of a a modern day take on you know, the fugitive. I'm talking about stuff in the 50s and 60s. I used to. I'm a big fan of the Untouchables and and Have a Gun Will Travel with Richard Boone. And I, I, yeah, I'm weird like that. And Highway Patrol with Broderick Crawford. But so I would try to. I think do, I would try to take something that I that I like from that era and adapt it to modern day. Maybe even make it black and white like they used to do. But you know what? That was That's probably... going forward. We should go back to black and white. <laughs> how, about, how about we go back to, to silent, silent films? Well, wouldn't that be new, though, in this day and age? You know, <laughs> yeah. we'll have a black and white show on an all-color network. Yeah. Uh, they, they've, actually, they've actually tried that a few times in the past. It does not work. But um, it's, it's, listen, if we could predict what people want to see, and then, then there would be you know, many more hit shows. But I think streaming allows people to be more creative because there are no commercials when you're when, you know we we discuss the network and sitcoms and things you're always you're always writing if you're writing a sitcom you're writing a 22 minute script with commercial breaks yeah if you're writing an hour long drama like law and order you're writing you're, you're writing 44 minutes with commercial breaks when you're doing a show on netflix or hulu or amazon or any of the others there are no commercial breaks you you can write a half hour of straight comedy. You, you can write a half hour of st- or, or an hour or two of straight drama. Makes it a little more difficult because you don't have the commercial breaks, but you can get more into the characters that way. And I think it's a more natural flowing progression of of uh, a half hour of comedy or an hour of drama. I, ex- sort of I, I complain about the commercials. Everything is a drug, a potion, a pill, a hospital, a surgery, or some miracle thing that will cure some disease that hasn't even happened yet. These are awful commercials. I know. How much do you have to see about, you know, medium to medium to severe plaque psoriasis or erectile dysfunction <laughs> or, or, you know, uh, yeah, you know, or, or somebody, you know, with, with having a most, you know, or, or an antidepressant with a little somebody walking around with a little smiley face, you know, isn't it tough to be happy when you're sad on the inside? But yes, I, I think the drug companies have gazillions dollars worth of money and, and, and they're spending it. And, and like the good, the good news for television is that they're spending it buying up Ad space, so I, you know, we, I guess I shouldn't. Com- I guess I can't complain about it in that aspect. But yes, it is so much of the same. And listen, we still have the the, the good old, you know, car commercials and tire commercials for tires. If you're watching a football game or, or a baseball game or something, but um, yeah, I know there seems to be. I, I, to me, the pharmaceutical advertising has taken over. Such oh, a it's awful! It's just percent, awful. You know, people sitting in in getting back, enemas. We're getting enemas on television. Enemas. People really? sitting in you know side by side bathtubs in mud for like you know erectile dysfunction medication. I, people riding bicycles in parks. Like what? Like what is this? What are you trying to tell me here? Uh, okay, would you yourself? Shot like you are. Would you like to be on TV yourself? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I've done through the years. I, I've 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 been on uh, you know many talk shows and and you know like Entertainment Tonight and that sort of thing. Uh, I'm I'm happy writing about it. Uh, not so much hosting anything or be, I, I don't mind being an occasional guest. I've written books in the past, so I've been on talk shows for that. And you know, Cindy, we're not mentioning your own show, which is coming up. Gossip <laughs> yeah. on Showtime, right? Yeah, so you're, yeah. you're going to be on TV. That's the end of August on, on uh, a four-part series on Cindy Adams and the World of Gossip. So 
Congratulations to you. I, I think people are going to be very interested in that. I'm giving you a plug here. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's going to be, it starts on Sunday, August 22, and then it's four successive Sundays, and it's going to be on Showtime. And it's okay. I've seen it. I saw pictures of myself 25 years ago where I looked a bit better <laughs> than I look now. So what can I tell you? Okay, hey. you better give it a rave, you know, because uh, well, yes, because I'll, otherwise I'll kill this interview. You understand I'm going to look for you to give it a big rave. Right. Yeah, it's like you, you'd be like, uh, you know, it's just funny you mention that because I just reread a biography over the summer of Walter Winchell and how, how vicious he could be, especially if somebody crossed his path. So I, I don't want to get on the dark side of Cindy Adams. You better so. not. And you know that my husband and Walter Winchell were brothers-in-law? Yes, that's right, Joey, of yeah. course. Okay, okay. Um, I have to go now. So what is the one thing, quickly, you would like to change? Anything on TV, quick? I would like to change the sameness of, 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 of dramas and the sameness of comedies because every season there are eight or nine new sitcoms or, drama, or, or comedies introduced to the networks and on cable or wherever, and they get canceled because nobody cares. Okay. Just, it's the same. The column, the column is correct. What you're saying is correct, and you are now finished. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, and I'll see you soon. Thanks, Cindy. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, honey. All righty. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.